for anyone visiting and living in central Tokyo, come visit the Nakameguro Tap Room from Baird Brewery. Opened in 2008, Nakameguro Tap Room is the first Tokyo area tap room from Baird Brewery. Their kitchen specializes in New Haven style a pizza, which I have told you is the best style of Neapolitan pizza. New Haven style places a high emphasis on high temperature baking, fresh seasonal toppings, and a crispy light crust. Combined with all the classic Japan based Baird beers on tap, enjoy all vintage beer hall feels at Nakameguro Tap Room. There's even a sofa area and a large TV screen great for sporting events. Only a two minute walk from Nakameguro Station, the tap room is open daily until 10 pm. For more information, visit bairdbeer.com. Come to think about it, and the, the potential of,、uh, that Japan can play,、uh, there have been a lot of anti infectives that、yeah. have been you know, discovered and developed、uh, by Japanese、uh, scientists or pharmaceutical companies in the past.、Yeah. So there's definitely a great, great potential.、Mm. Um, so I, I think、uh, there is,、um, it's, it's high time that we,、uh, we understood and also tried、uh, to use these technologies for those other diseases in the,、mm. in the coming years.、Uh, so I think a lot of things could, should be contemplated, such as you know, regulatory pathway,、mm-hmm. uh, you know, the framework, framework et cetera.、So. Hey there. Welcome to Made in Japan Conversations with Meljo Catalan. This is my podcast about Japan, but it's not just your run of the mill, cool Japan podcast. I want to explore a side of Japan besides sushi and sumo, anime and video games. I'm here to extrapolate and meditate with the local people that your travel guide probably doesn't touch on, people that are hungry for making it. And people that have made it. This podcast is my talks with them. Hello, welcome back to another year, year four of the Made in Japan podcast.、Uh, I am your host, Meljo Catalan, and、uh, thank you for coming back and、uh, hearing another amazing guest. Uh, on this podcast.、Uh, first off, though, I want to say thank you all for continuing to、uh, listen to this、uh, pod of mine. And、uh, welcome to any of the new listeners.、Um, it's kind of nice to like, take a break. I like that extra break to get me refreshed and then come back full on, full swing, full throttle into this year four. And To kick off this year for, I am bringing in an old friend, definitely one of the most smartest people I know, and, and as, as well for career, one of the most prolific careers that I've ever seen and witnessed.、Uh, he goes by the name、uh, K. Katsuno. Now, K, oh man. Kay now is just, he's just rad. And Kay is, he is a doctor.、Uh, I know he worked at an ER in the US and he was also an ER doctor here in Tokyo. And then he moved on、uh, and he worked as a health specialist、uh, for the World Bank. 
But these days, he is the senior director at the GHIT Fund. That's the Global Health Innovative Technology Fund. And it's um it's an international public-private organization uh, partnership that they fund global health R&D, which helps mobilize the Japanese industry, academia, and research institutes to create new drugs, um, vaccines, diagnostics, especially for many infectious diseases that have been neglected uh you know, in in developing countries. I came, I had him on now because, you know, we are still in the middle of these trying times and with this pandemic. And honestly, I just kind of just wanted to say hello. And it was funny because he reached out to me first. And I, you know, coincidentally, I was thinking about him last year. I was like, oh, I need to have Dr. Katsuno on. And, uh, just uh, share his ideas, his thoughts. Um, he's now a, a family man, and uh, we can also hear his how his life changes. Uh, his life shifted from when I first met him into how he is now and uh, his work. But I think it's just time for me, the right time actually, to to have him on and just uh, just chill out and relax and listen to what Kay has to say because he's he's a really cool dude. Um, so I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I'm actually really stoked to be back on the podcast. Uh, so yeah, let's kick back and without further ado, this is Kay Katsuno. He is the senior director at the GHIT Fund. And here we go. It's been uh, it's been almost uh, how many years? It's uh, I think it's more than two years. I think right. It's been yeah. I mean I mean like for with most friends and family, it's been two years for everyone to see each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you see the the little one behind? Yeah, I can Hold see. Okay, yeah, I, I can see, see uh, the real one. Hey! Yeah. Here. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Here's my friend Mel. Hello, do you want to say hello, hello. to Mel? Do you want to say hello to Mel? What's going on? <laughs> Hi it's there. Just, uh, huh? Yeah, he's, he's two years old and he's turning three um, okay. in, a, in a month or so. Okay. That's yeah. that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, well, look at you, professional DJ, right? <laughs> Semi. It's really just a hobby. <laughs> yeah. Looking um, awesome. But yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's. Have you ever been on a podcast? Yeah, I was. Uh, I was actually listening to some of your uh, podcast um, oh. again. And it, it, it's really cool. And uh, oh, thank you. I think there's a. Um, I was just listening to some episodes. The um, what is it? The African hero, the the professional dance. Kyomai. Uh, yep. Yeah, Kyomai. Yep. That story. Yeah, it was, yep. a, it was excellent. Thank you, man. Thank you. It's uh, yeah. um, it's been. 
really fun with this podcast to, you know, see all different types of people all over Japan, right. you know, trying to uh, do follow their dreams, basically, or, or you mm-hmm. know, trying to fighting for it. So, yeah, yeah. but really, Kay, I, I really I'm just soaked to just say hello and say what's up because it's been such a long time. I, I, I want to say, um, you know, the last time we met was before you were, you know, before you were a dad and. Do you mm-hmm. remember? Do you remember uh, that trip? Oh, I accidentally stumbled upon you in a trip to uh, Shimoda. We stayed at like, yeah, the yeah. same. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> surfing um, <laughs> bed and breakfast. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, wait, what are you doing here? <laughs> do you remember exactly. that? Yeah, of course. Was, uh, I think it was almost like four or five years ago, right? I think so. But then it would yeah, be like. Yeah. Just really yeah. random times uh, seeing you. No. Um, just randomly. I'm like, yeah, oh, there's yeah. Kate. <laughs> yeah, right. I so. think it was like 2000, um, I don't know, 15, 16, sometime around there. Yeah. I mean, so it should be more than five or yeah. maybe five or six years ago, I think. Right, right. Wow. Yeah. So tell me how awesome you are, Kay. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all, man. I mean, I just. <laughs> Just struggling about everything, you know. I know, like, oh, I know. Work and, and, yeah, and I know. I, I if it's okay with you, I would love to talk about a little bit about what you do and and mm. like what what you are um, doing with your um, your group, your fund. Um, but uh, first, I just want to. Can you like talk about like how we met and like yeah. why do I think you're awesome? <laughs> <laughs> You tell me about that, man. I I remember. (laughs) So it was like, wasn't it a home party? I think so. It should be almost like a decade ago, but um, um, a little less than 10 years ago, I think. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think it's a home party of Taka. Yep. um, Taka Masa. Um, Shout out to Taka. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Have you have you have you been in touch with Chaka recently? Yes, yes. Uh, Actually, that's why I thought about you because we had dinner uh, last December. Um, oh, is that so? That's yeah, cool. it was really nice. It was so good to see him too. Uh huh. Yeah, he, you know, both of, just seeing both of you guys as like proud dads. I'm like, you guys are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's so different now. <laughs> I love it. I mean, you're a nice man. <laughs> But anyways, yeah. Anyways, I think it was uh, it was a, a place, a home party with Taka, mm-hmm. and yep, like yep. he introduced me to you, and he's like, "Dude, this guy is like crazy. He's seen the world." I'm like, "Really? Okay." <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, "Yeah, uh, I'm a doctor," and I'm like, "Oh, yeah. okay." <laughs> but like, let, let's um, you know, you don't have to like go down your whole like life story or anything, but I, I think. You, at that time, weren't you working at the World Bank? I think so. Yeah, I, I think at that time I was I was working for the World Bank. Yeah. Um, so that should be around ten years ago. And then um, after that, I just um, I, um, I started working for you know the, the Global Health Innovative Technology Fund. That's uh, that's still where I'm working at. So yeah. it's been almost more than nine years or so. So I never thought I'm gonna be working for this for such a long time. But uh, mm. yeah. So, um, yeah, it feels like time really flies so quickly. Right, right. And and you're, yeah. uh, you're doing great things about uh, with the GHIT fund. Um, can we talk about that? Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Um, so, 
Uh, yeah, just uh, maybe you know my 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 two years old is going to jump in the conversation. That's uh, from awesome. Time time. We need more cheerleaders. We need more. I know. Hey, I know. buddy. I'm talking with Mel, you know, he's a he's a cool guy, and uh, he's just on podcast then. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, so essentially, it's a it's a public private partnership fund um, that essentially invests in global health R and D. So by global health R and D, I mean, um, you know, the uh, new development of new drugs, vaccines, and um, diagnostics for those infectious diseases such as malaria, TB, and mm. other you know tropical disease, um, so to speak. So. The idea is to really, um, you know, in, in comparison to other, um, you know, so-called profitable areas like, you know, um, on, uh, cancers or mm-hmm. uh, diabetes, hypertension, you know, those diseases that are, um, you know, prevalent in other uh, developed countries, um, you don't have to do anything because, you know, the pharmaceutical companies have um, much incentive to do the, you know, drug discovery and development, right? Mm. Um, but if you talk, when you think about those diseases that are primarily only endemic in, um, you know, low and middle income countries, there isn't much incentive for pharmaceutical industry to develop new drugs, right? So right. the idea is to create new funding mechanism by um by receiving support from you know governments and um you know pharmaceutical industry as well as uh philanthropic organizations such as you know bill and melinda gates foundation of the united states and um there's also another one from the uk uh called welcome yeah so by using this funding mechanism and uh, we do i mean we invest in you know promising um projects meaning that you know for instance yeah that's cool that's good hey say hello to mel hey buddy um yeah so (laughs) you know invest in new malaria vaccine project or new tb i mean tuberculosis drugs etc etc so um that's um what we do um and yeah when i first started i thought i'm gonna be you know doing something else in in a couple years time frame but um you know look at me now i mean it's been almost 10 uh my 10th year working for this fund so yeah you're like you're like the senior director yeah yeah right right. is that your title yeah yeah, so it's uh, well, it's a small organization. So uh, when we first started, it was only three of us, um, you know, t- uh, together with uh, the 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 first CEO okay. and myself, the other one. So it's still relatively small size organization with the uh, um, people working uh, for this organization. Uh, it's uh, it's around twenty, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but it's really. Um, such an exciting journey. So that's probably a reason why I still work. Um, I'm still working for this one. Yeah, and it sounds like a really exciting job. C- can you tell mm-hmm. me about? You know, before the pandemic, you were like literally traveling around the world for the yeah. GHIT. Um, what were you actually doing? Yeah. yeah so, um, yeah, it's the life have um, the life has changed completely right now. Mm. Um, after COVID nineteen kicked in. Um, but uh, before the COVID nineteen situation, yeah, there is a, you know, pretty frequent business trip abroad, um, mainly to Europe or the the North America, because a lot of uh, partner organizations that we work with um, are based in, for instance, Geneva, uh, Switzerland. Mm, okay. Um, as you probably know, the the headquarter of WHO World Health Organization is based in Geneva. Mm. There are uh, a lot of health and um, healthcare industry or uh, the relevant organizations that are based in Geneva yeah. or in in its vicinity. Um, so 
But in some cases, I also had a you know great chance or opportunity to、uh, go to the、um, you know those places where we're、um, you know the partner organizations are conducting clinical trials.、Yeah. Um, some of the example is Peru.、Yeah. Um, it was I I think it was almost a.、Um, Uh, decade after I first visited South America in Brazil,、uh, so I went to Peru to kind of look at the, you know, the uh, uh, where the clinical trial for a malaria, new malaria drug is taking place.、Mm. Um, I also visited um, um, uh, where's it?、Uh, that was、um, another one in. Trying, I'm trying to、uh, trying to remember where where exactly it was Peru and there's another one was it Ecuador,、um, but anyway yeah there's another one taking place、uh, for other tropical disease so yeah a lot of、um, a lot of、uh, things are happening at the same time so、right. at that time it was pretty hectic yeah、um, but it was a, definitely a good time for for me to really get in touch with those people working on the ground. Uh, but after 2020, obviously,、um, you know the whole things dramatically changed, right? So, yeah, literally the the time I can spend with my my kids,、mm. seriously, it's more than maybe three digit、uh, higher than、uh, you know more than I、uh, longer than I used to you know、uh, I was able to spend with my kids、mm. in the past. So、mm. it's it's good. It's good. I think. Was it difficult for you to, to adjust to where we are now in Japan, like this life situation? Like, yeah,、um, it's a, it's a definite. I mean, it's a real good question. I think in a, in a way,、um, sometimes I feel it's pretty difficult to really interact with those stakeholders that are really spread across the the continent.、Mm. Um, so it's pretty hard. But、um, at the same time,、um, it's.、Um, <laughs> so my 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 two years old、uh, two years old is saying that hey it's、uh, we're gonna have fun at the English class yeah Mel you know Mel is such an awesome English teacher、uh, a lot of things in school and the the I did not expect to、uh, turn this into an English lesson <laughs> <laughs> I know but where 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 am I、um, yeah oh um. Uh, adjusting, yeah, yeah, adjusting. Yeah, adjusting.、Um, but it's definitely good that I can spend so much time with my kids. It's,、yeah. uh, it's such a rewarding time. Yeah, definitely. It is. It definitely puts your life in a different perspective.、Um, Absolutely. I I thought about this the last two years. I've been really, I've been meditating a lot more. Oh yeah. And I just been really just appreciating the small things in life, you know. Yeah. And I think yeah, yeah. I think that's really important right now.、Um, mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm just so glad that people are starting to get more aware about mental health and and、oh, yeah, sure. adjusting about you know friends and family you know just just listening to friends and family and right, being there、yeah. with them and maybe、yeah. that is the silver lining from this、mm-hmm. pandemic I don't know but like um、yeah. I, I but you know I want to go back to GHIT fund you guys are doing、yeah. an honorable thing and very respectful and I. As you know, I I did a lot of work with a lot of pharmaceutical companies in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I、And、remember they that. They tell tell me all this the the long process, the long process yeah, yeah. to make a drug. Yeah, yeah. And 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 what you guys are doing is that's、yep. that's what we're supposed to be doing as、uh, developed nations.、Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So,、um, I know. And it's almost like you kind of had a, a warning about what was going to happen. Like,、mm-hmm. yeah, that's so true.
so yeah here we are now <laughs> and uh yeah how has it been for work then uh um yeah you're right in, in a way that um before COVID 19 there was another uh, pandemic um ebola virus you know outbreak in yeah. you know part of africa right so i think it was uh roughly two years before COVID 19 uh kicks in mm. um so i think um you know for those who live in japan i mean including myself mm. uh or you know yourself and it's it's not really um when you t- really talk about infectious diseases that are something that you're not really familiar with you know in the mm-hmm. past because you know if you're living in japan or the united states you don't really have to suffer from those diseases right mm-hmm. um so but after ebola well still when the ebola, um, ebola pandemic started it, it was still something that is not really you know that doesn't really feel familiar to the majority of um you know people mm-hmm. living in japan for instance but after covid 19 everyone is aware that this you know um threat of uh immersion disease a new infectious disease it's something that you're also part of it right right so um i think it's uh in a way it's a good timing for 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 all of us because uh, if you take a look at five years ago um you know for those who are really keen on global health r d space mm. uh obviously there is a we you know they all understand the needs of you know um novel therapeutics or vaccines for you know the infectious diseases uh but the majority of the nation i mean the majority of population were not aware of it but now um after covid uh everyone knows you know there's a definitely uh, definite need for new for instance vaccines and therapeutics for those infectious diseases so um it's a such a tragedy that you know the whole uh world is facing right now but mm. at the same time I, we i i believe we have to make the most of what we learn from yeah i know so i mean what mm. what we learn from this pandemic and really apply that um you know ideas and thoughts for many other you know disease x or even for other infectious diseases so that's what i believe and okay. uh, it's definitely tough and long journey moving forward um but i think there's some promise out there yeah i mean i don't want to get you know i'm i this is the stuff that i don't know and i just want to like if you could just help me out like mm. like how wh- where, where do we go from here like as as just normal people you know regular citizen in japan like what do we do what should we do now like where do we go from here yeah yeah you know um that's a yeah that's a tough question um I think uh, there are a lot. I mean, if I'm going to speak speak about this, it's going to take another five or two six hours. I'm not. Really <laughs> no, you know what? I yeah. don't want to ruin your Saturday, man. <laughs> <laughs> and me too. Man. I'm expecting a good time on Saturday, so anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, where? Um, I mean, I think that you know a lot. Um, all of us, you know, like yourself, myself, and yeah. all of us have to understand that this is a. This is not a story that's happening in some other nations or countries. It's definitely something, even though now that we have um, all the countries um, are uh, you know, hyper-connected with, all, you know, mm. with the borders, right? Mm. So it's not something, you know, uh, that's going on in Africa or, so, you know, some countries that you don't really know. But it's actually those things could happen in Japan or everywhere. Um, so right. uh, for that reason, I think... 
um, you know, enlightenment mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, what's global health, you know, how this country, Japan, is connected or could potentially roll mm. um, in this area. I think a lot, you know, we all have to understand, I think. Um, and uh, come to think about it, you know, the, the potential of, uh, that Japan can play, uh, there have been a lot of anti-infectives that yeah. have been you know, discovered and developed uh, by Japanese uh, scientists or pharmaceutical companies in the past. Yeah. So there is definitely a great, great potential. Mm. Um, so uh, I, I think uh, there is um, it's it's a high time that we uh, we understood and also tried uh, to use these technologies for those other diseases in the, mm. in the coming years. Uh, so I think a lot of things could should be contemplated, such as, you know, regulatory pathway, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the framework, framework, etc. So you have such knowledge about like um, how the, you know, the, the drug making process and like the, mm -hmm. the, and the warnings of infectious diseases. I think mm -hmm. for me, I've been like thinking about this a lot and I'm like thinking, is this going to be like the next influenza? Mm -hmm. Like, are we just going to like forget about infectious diseases after this? And then, mm -hmm. you know, go like, like, let's go back to our, I don't like to say the new normal, but go back to, our regular lives. I, mm. I, I, I'm worried about, you know, our in our future next twenty years that um, this might happen mm -hmm. again as well. But at the same time, I think as a society, we just have to just be aware and just uh, mm -hmm. still continue to focus on on um, the people that need the medical help. Uh, you know, yeah. in, in the world. Mm -hmm. um, so, but yeah, I mean. It's it's something I I honestly the last two couple of years I've been thinking a lot more and more mm -hmm. and yep. uh, I try not to go into like I I wasn't one of the ones that went into panic panic mode and, right right, right you know, I was just trying to I just wanted to try to stay calm and uh, mm -hmm. hope for the you know hope that we can have the our the experts like you know like you guys take care of it you know <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, you know but like I think but yeah. um. But yeah, for but for Japan though, like I wonder, like I see this society, and I'm thinking, like I, I wonder when, how many years are we going to continue to like mm. behave like this? Yeah, yeah, you know, so. I know. I mean, so first and foremost, I'm not really a you know um, expert in for instance viral diseases or vaccine right. knowledge. I mean, I don't really have um, much expertise. I only have the medical. Um, you know, general medical background. So right. I cannot really foresee what's going to happen. Um, I mean, somehow we are hoping that it's going to, you know, this COVID thing is going to uh, look like what influenza is, meaning mm. that you know, it's not something you have to worry about. And it's going to, we are hoping that it's going to uh, become like a disease that of, you know, common uh, flu sort of thing. Right. But uh, that's, I think, a pretty optimistic uh, perspective and you know, pessimistic yeah. side. Um, as you probably know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of experts are, um, you know, pointed out that there's this particular viral disease have a strong correlation with, for instance, coronary, you know, disease, you know, heart uh, disease, right. um, you know, the inflammation of, uh, you know, uh, coronary artery, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you really, I mean, we really, I mean, none of us in the whole world, we don't know yet how it's going to look like down the road, for instance, in 10, 20 years. Yeah. It's still, um, 
if it's gonna look like you know how influenza is you know you don't have to worry about it too much you know uh just you gotta get it uh one way or another uh, eventually um but if it's something that we still have to worry about um the the current measures you know wearing masks a lot of things that's gonna that probably needs to stay the same stay the same yeah for such a long time yeah um yeah so i mean we have to be i mean the only thing i i i feel or i i know is that we have to be humble <laughs> i love it <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> i mean sorry i, was, I cool. wasn't looking at him anyway um it's cool yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess the the bottom line is that we have to be humble, I and mean, the all human beings have to be hum, uh, humble enough to understand that we don't know anything yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we have to uh, be ready for the worst case scenario. Yeah. Uh, be not too optimistic about everything. Okay. That's my yeah. That's my thought. Thank you, man. Thank you for yeah. making me feel comfortable again. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah we're, we're doomed. We're doomed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh man, but like so uh so how I noticed that you guys do a lot of uh webinars? Uh Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just dabbled and watched one of the videos. Oh, that's cool. And I'm like I trying was... to understand everything, you know, uh-huh. with my puny brain, but like <laughs> But I was trying to I was trying to learn some stuff. Oh, that's that's amazing! So, thanks thanks for watching these webinars. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty difficult one. I mean, even for for myself, some of the you know nitty gritty of you know the vaccine development, etc. Yeah. It's such a difficult area. It is. Um, yeah. But I mean, some of the audience are really you know those experts in these areas, so they yeah. really enjoy watching these webinars, and we are really grateful for that. Are you the one that's organizing these webinars? Yeah, so I mean, uh, myself and our I, my team members, yeah. we're um, essentially organizing these webinars with multiple stakeholders, um, you know, spreading across the world, um, and also really, really talk about, you know, the partnerships and collaborations between Japanese entities and non-Japanese entities. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's the the focus of these webinar series. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, I just I just watched a little bit of it and I was just like, whoa, this is uh, pretty cool. intense stuff. <laughs> it's funny. It's like, um... Yeah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyways, um what what's going on i mean now you're a father and you you look yeah. like you're having a great time mm-hmm. um are you comfortable are you just mostly working remotely at home all the yeah, time yeah um mostly more than um um mostly i'm working remotely so i don't really um you know um get out of the room so i, I right. pretty much confined i'm confined to this tiny room uh, <laughs> you're like me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would imagine so. <laughs> so it's uh, it's just uh, completely the opposite side of how it was uh, back in you know uh, how uh, how many years ago was it? Um, two three years ago, where uh, I wasn't able to spend much time with my kids. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, playing a role around. So, huh. uh, do you think? I wonder uh, the the family culture, mm-hmm. the Japanese style family culture. Do you think has it? I wonder how it changed uh, or during this uh, time. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. I mean, um, just apart from the Japanese element, I think, you know, that's 
probably the same for everyone. Um, almost all the all the people in the world, yeah. um, you know, they um, has a has become that uh, uh, you know we spend a much more time with family members. Um, you know, mostly it's a good thing, but of course, it's sometimes there's some um, you know confusion, some yeah, hard and especially with you know wife and husband. Yeah, you know, it's a you know classic thing, right? Yeah, it's um, a classic uh, struggle. <laughs> yeah. So it's not Japan specific; it's yeah. uh, almost like global uh, phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think it's a it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, the good the the good thing. Um, one of the examples that I found recently is that uh, so the the first one is two years old. He's turning almost three um, momentary uh, in a, in a month or so. Okay, there is a um, uh, another the second. My second son is uh, uh, six months old. Yeah. So when the first one was born, um, that was probably the the time that I was the busiest. You know, yeah, I couldn't we can imagine. I was with mom at that time, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> whenever I tried to, you know, um, hug my my first son, he 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 was just crying all the time. He really <laughs> hated, you know, the idea of being hugged my, by myself, and right. he. He's just uh, he won't. He said, "No, I don't. I don't. I want to be with my with Dan. I want to be, you know, mother. That kind of feeling." Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now for my the, the second son, because he was born uh, last year um, okay. in July, yeah. so I'm, I spent you know almost the same time as um, my wife does. Yeah. Um. So he's uh, the second son is really comfortable uh, being with myself. Um, okay. And uh, he never almost he never cries. Uh, whenever I'm with him, okay, um, good. It's such a dramatic change, right? And um, I think, I think it was definitely a good thing that you know the all the family members were, you know, we were now able to spend so much time together. I mean, literally twenty four seven, I would say. Um, so we share so many things, you know, even happy things and unhappy things, all the things. So mm-hmm. I think that's definitely, um, you know, help. <clears throat> Creating some, you know, bondage uh, between, you know, four of us, myself, my mm. wife, and two kids. Mm, mm. Um, so somehow I'm hoping that this is gonna, you know, stay the same even after you know the COVID nineteen situation has uh, has finished. Yeah. I'm still hoping that I can spend so much time with my family members like like now. I think it's awesome, man. Because I think for the for people who are listening to this, they mm-hmm. probably who or who haven't lived in Japan, you know, they're not uh in the Japanese family structure, there's a lot oftentimes, you know, it's mostly a double double income household, especially if they live in the cities, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Or um or the really traditional is one person is just working. Yeah. yeah. And uh the other one is just, you know, taking care of the, the family. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. uh, I love seeing when I'm, you know, if I'm, like I said today, I went out for a jog and mm-hmm. you just see people in the park, uh, mm-hmm. families in the park playing, like both the uh, yeah. parents are playing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow, I, it, it was not something I've seen so much before the oh, pandemic. No. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, of course, you know, compared to how it was, you know, back in Showa era, yeah. where, uh, you know, I was born, yeah. I think even um, there has been a, you know, a gradual uh, change in terms of how it looks like. I mean, we're not living in an era where, you know, those male chauvinistic ideas are prevalent. Right. It's not that it's not that popular anymore, even before COVID-19, right, mm-hmm. in the 20th century. But mm-hmm. Um, I think this COVID-19, although uh, despite it was a really tragic thing, uh, but yeah. I think that's 
definitely um, have um, had a you know significant impact on the you know you know the the family structure as such mm. because mm. Um, I mean in, in the past I didn't really quite understand how hard it was to do the whole you know all the household chores you know the laundry you know all the you know dishwashing etc. But now that I'm actually working on it yeah um, well although partially it's such you know such time consuming. Um, you know, uh, procedure. So, okay, you, know, you, you never met my mom, but my mom would have would teach you a thing or two. <laughs> <laughs> she raised five kids, was a professor. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> Comes home. Yeah. We were we were run like an army, like us, my brothers <laughs> and sisters. Like, okay, you're doing the cooking, you're taking right. out the trash, like. Yeah, I think that implementation should be uh, that that family structure style should be implemented in the Japanese family yeah. these days. All right, I know you're two, but you're gonna yeah. learn how to cut carrots. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. So it's it's good it's good that you've uh, starting to appreciate that. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, seriously, I have a total respect respect for my wife. Seriously, yeah. yeah. Shout out yeah. to all the all the. I know. It's not just, yeah. Not a, yeah, it's not that it's just I'm insane because because my wife is out there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah seriously, I'm she's feeling listening. that way. Okay. Yeah. She's yeah, listening. Respect, really. Oh man, that's <laughs> awesome. But anyways, uh, Kay, thank you, man. Uh, yeah, thank you for uh, coming and just like chatting with me. No worries. I mean, really yeah, enjoy it. But like, uh, you know, oh, I'm, we're gonna go. I'm gonna go off air, and we're just gonna talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah know, I wish so, I would. Definitely. So, uh, yeah. but like. <laughs> I just wanted it was even though I don't know much about like I I never this whole time during the pandemic I never wanted to preach or lecture or teach other people like what they should or should not do um mm -hmm. concerning COVID-19 mm -hmm. but like I had my own opinions for myself but mm -hmm. having you on right now and just like gave me a peace of mind of like what to think about of, of like life in the future, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a difficult <coughs> one. It's something actually I've been pondering over uh, for the past um, year or so after, you know, thinking about my life and also how COVID-19 is going to look like in, you know, five, 10 years. So a lot of things are uh, in uh, my mind, um, yeah. but I think I um I'm you know I'm turning forty um shortly this year and nice. welcome to the club. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's um sometimes I wonder uh you know after the COVID nineteen situation even I feel like the time uh, passes so fast um and I. I feel like I, I have to make some decision urgently, meaning that because the rest of time that I can spend um, so much time, for an instance, for my work and or, you know, something, mm. it's really time is really limited. I yeah. feel that way. Yeah. Um, so, you know, for, for instance, if I, you know, continue work, um, uh, I don't know, like 65 or I don't know, 70 years mm. old, mm. Um, that's going to make a total of 20 something or uh, maximum 30 years. But yeah. look at my uh, look at the, the, you know, longevity and lifetime It's quite limited. I just started to realize. Yeah. Um, so, for instance, when I started uh, to work, uh, started working for the, the current um, 
organization. Mm-hmm. I it feels like almost one year or something, and you know there's so many things we we uh, we uh, we did, but you know these ten years have passed. You know, you know, you know, uh, so fast. Yeah. So. I don't know. I feel like the time is really limited. So given that the time constraints I have, you, you know, in front of myself yeah. uh, for my life, um, I really have to concentrate or focus on, you know, thinking about what is exactly uh, what, um, you know, what I want to do right. uh, for the rest of my life. Uh, right. for, well, I guess it's not only work. Uh, it's something obviously well, maybe before work, I have to think about my my family. You know mm, how I mm. spend time with my family members. Mm. You know where to live. Um, how we want to, you know, make uh, make our family members look like. You know mm. how we can spend more time together, etc. So there are so many things I have to think about. Maybe not only partially with my family members, like my wife and my kids, eventually. Mm, mm. Um, but I think uh, what I want to do is at least some um, allocate some time to ponder or contemplating on these things uh because you know we are all busy like yourself mm. we're uh we're all busy people so mm. if you not try if you you know deliberately try not to uh, uh try to uh i think it's really important to deliberately allocate some time mm-hmm. um to think about this these things to make some important judgment uh uh, periodically um so maybe i'm just you know no 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 that's no no that's exactly but, what it is i mean leaving a yeah. footprint leaving your footprint behind and i think yeah, you yeah. are man i honestly think what you do with the organization and your with your life i think you're leaving a very impressionable and honorable footprint behind Thank um you. so i i'm yeah, you, you, your work now is awesome, and I and I'm so glad to like just talk about you and your uh, family and your work. And I think it's just what you're saying. It's just talking about like why why are you working and and not just work, but what is what is meaningful. I think that's mm-hmm. so important. What is meaningful yep. for you? Sure, you know. Yeah, certainly. So, but uh, but yeah, man. Thank yeah. you, dude. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I really enjoy the conversation, really. Awesome. Okay. All right. Peace. If you want to learn more about the GHIT Fund, feel free to visit ghitfund.org. It is an awesome organization um, that's really doing something something worthy. Um, But yeah, please check them out if you're really interested in what they're all about. And and like as I mentioned in in my chat with Kay, uh, they also do have some webinars. Um, They bring on some experts in the field of infectious diseases and, um, you know, try to see what's what's a climate like in japan and how we can they can mobilize uh you know drugs and vaccinations and clinical trials for uh the developing countries but yeah uh, check out the ghitfund.org you are listening to made in japan podcast conversations with meljo katalan uh for questions comments and concerns uh please email me at japanmademepodcast at gmail.com. You can regularly find me on my Instagram or Facebook. Or And also, if you can, please uh, 
hit uh you know hit up a comment on apple or spotify uh tell me what you think about this show and uh, uh if you want to send me a message feel free i'm more than happy to have a little chat and reply back uh so yeah it's really good to be back and being in the swing of things and if you really like what you hear um i do have a ko-fi page uh feel free um i'm doing everything by myself and so if you are willing to donate anything to buy me a coffee or a drink for me and a guest uh, please visit ko-fi.com slash made in japan podcast that's ko-fi.com slash made in japan podcast thank you for listening and i will be back with another episode till then peace out